you know, it feels really good, but honestly, we, we kind of expected it. We, I, no one really believed us. No one really, honestly, no one picked us. We, we just knew that we, we had to use our strengths to our advantage and just run the ball. Uh, it feels great. I actually made a bet with one of my teachers. He said it was going to be Darianne Greenwich. So I'm going to, I think, write him a card that just says Newtown Greenwich. So that'll feel pretty good. I hope he doesn't change my grade, though. So. You know, 26-15 sounds a lot better than 19-15. So that second effort, that was that was all for the, the team. Oh, he's a beast. That's all I can say. He's just a monster. I'm glad to have him on my side. I wouldn't want to try and tackle him. Well, look, I haven't said this all year long because I didn't want to do that to the senior class, but we came in this year knowing that we had graduated everybody and that we thought this would be a challenging year. Good morning and welcome back to another special edition of the Game Time CT High School Football Podcast. Uh, we had the quarterfinals last night, so we decided to jump in the booth uh, once again. I'm Pete Paguaga. I'm along with Sean Patrick Bowley and our favorite Genius Five member, Scott Erickson. Welcome to the show, Scott. Very glad to have you on this week. Thanks, man. I'm like a September call-up. I did well in AAA, and you, you brought me up for the end of the season. No, we just brought you up so we can mock you for your Darian number one. <laughs> <laughs> now we um, wanted to bring Scott on. He's been covering the FCAC all year. A lot of stuff has happened uh, with the FCAC yesterday. A uh, bunch of teams moved on. A couple went home early. But as you, uh, if you listen to the beginning of the show, the intro... Darian lost. The quest for four straight is over. Ended at the hands of Newtown. Darian's reign of terror is over. Exactly. And, you know, <laughs> reign of terror. maybe in 95% of the state is rejoicing. Yeah. Um, probably perhaps. probably a little bit more um, other than Darian. But here we are. The number one team for the majority of the season is gone. They're done. Their season's over. And, I mean, like was said in the opening clip, nobody picked Newtown to win that game. And I know Sean was close. I was so close, but I just couldn't do it. I, I just couldn't make the move. But uh, in that in that intro, we forgot to say that was uh, Joe Paget and Dan Mason, two of the guys, key members of, the, of uh, Newtown, who uh, scripted this one of the top – it has to be one of the top five victories in New, Newtown football history, and so beats topping Ansonia Streak being one of them. And the other other ones being their state championship game. I think this might one be better than the Ansonia game. Obviously, the streak was a big deal, but then Newtown went and lost in the playoffs. This is way bigger. This is a state playoff game against the defending champion, three-time champs. You know? Yeah, no. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think it's definitely – I think it is better than the Ansonia win. Just it's a notable win because I think Newtown had won, like, one home playoff game on its field, or maybe it was 0-4 yeah. over the last something years. I forget what the exact number was. Um, but uh, and they even they even quoted me back to me saying <laughs> that usually we, as you say usually we get run off our field so, so I actually asked him I'm like well did you just exercise some ghosts because I think uh, NFA went up there and and, and crushed them yep um, they've uh, been Ridgefield which was the eight seed a seven and three team in, in 2013 I think it was seven and four or something like that or eight, whatever and Ridgefield came up th- up there and upset them in 2013. Uh, there's been and there's been so many times where Newtown just didn't get it. You know Xavier in the semifinals, thirteen yep. seven. They clearly could have beat him that day. But so yeah, maybe some go- ghost 
exercised here. And yes. Darian's lack of offense finally caught up with him, too. I mean, oh I mean, it, it caught up to him in the New Canaan game, but it caught up to him here, too. And we kind of saw it building from the Staples game on with them, I think. Yeah, no, it was definitely not the same Darian team as it was the year before. And like, you know, Rob Trafone said in the intro, this was, they lost a lot from last year. This is not a surprise. This uh, shouldn't be anything new. But usually with Darian... They kind of start off slow, maybe, but like it always kind of catches up eventually. Yeah. And this year, it just didn't do it, and they ran into what is a better team in Newtown. And uh, so, shout out to Dan Mason and the boys. Yeah, great game. They will be facing off against Greenwich, though. I mean, you got that excitement of beating Darianne, and now you got to run into <laughs> Greenwich, who many think is the best team in the state this year. And they will um, have to travel to Greenwich to face the um, number two in Class Double L Cardinals, who absolutely dominated New Britain, forty-nine to thirteen. Yeah, I mean, not a huge, not a huge shock there. I guess. I, guess, um, I think the biggest surprise of that game was that Greenwich fumbled. I think on their first drive, and New Britain scored, and it was seven nothing. Yeah, and I've heard like, of that. And then I refreshed my Twitter like thirty seconds later, and it was fourteen seven Greenwich. <laughs> Greenwich comes at you fast, really fast, and their defense shuts you down so much that they get the ball back fast, and they're so good. They're the most complete team that I've seen this year yeah. by far. Absolutely. I mean, we're uh, Sean and I are big fans of Greenwich, and like Sean likes to say, they are. But not good. enough to, to move the vote to number one when you, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you came to that realization, but like the rest of us. That's well, okay. I, look, That's okay. I, I had voted Darien the whole way, and I was going to stick with them until they lost, and I felt they Go down deserved, with the ship, Scott. I felt like they deserved it until the, they lost, you know? The and, genius five. I was a genius five was for a while. You know, you guys should have gotten T-shirts. Oh, I was yeah. memorialized as a genius five. It doesn't matter where I end up, but uh, yeah, I'm right. forever in that column as a genius five. Genius so five. That's right. In, tw- in 2,000 years when they unearth the column, they will be looking at it going, Scott Erickson, the genius, genius five. five. Yeah, like 20,000 years from now. They're going to be looking back to like restart media and, like and a, be like, there were five geniuses in a, 2018. In the pe- preseason poll. A piece of, fo- it's like fossilized paper. And my reasoning was nothing more than they're the three-time defending champs and they're pretty good <laughs> right back, so I think I should still all good one. All good things must come to an end. And, and and when you look at back at it, as you were just saying, Darian, the offense just didn't have it this year. They yeah. didn't have the, 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 the personnel. And, and Trafone is right. They lost all those guys. Um, and Newtown... They said we thought we could we could stick it to them. We they, we thought that we could go. The, the the big key for the Newtown game, Newtown game, to tell you where the night was going to go, just to get back on the Newtown Darian, um, was that Darian first defensive series where they kicked the, kicked off the Newtown first defensive series. It was like Connor Faye, bang, Connor Faye, bang, Connor Faye, bang. You know the, he stopped them cold three times. They had to punt from deep in their own end, punted it back to Darian. Darian got the ball to f- at that Newtown 40, went right down the field, then faced fourth and three. Oh, sorry, fourth and goal from the three, and Newtown stopped him. Stopped him butt cold right Connor there. Faye, I think, is in on every tackle that Darian makes. We were saying that during the turkey bowl. Yeah. We're like, how many kids are wearing his jersey numbers? He's outside <laughs> making tackles on receivers. Oh He's bringing down running backs. Like, he, yeah. he, is, uh, he is so He's good. one of the best defensive players in the state. I think, Without I think question. that would be argued. All-Stater, no. first team All-Stater last yeah. year. So anyway, Newtown stops him, and then Newtown took the ball and went 96 yards the other way and scored. Then kickoff, fumble. Dar- now Darian's row. They fumble the kickoff, Newtown, psh, score again. Yeah. You have to do that. If you're going to knock off teams like this and you're going to get that, you know, monkey off their shoulder, you know, win this game that no one thinks you're going to win, you have to capitalize when mistakes are handed to you. And Newtown obviously did that. Now, going back to uh, earlier this week when Sean and I were on, and I 
when I picked Darianne, I said, I don't know. I wouldn't want to play a Darianne team coming off a loss. And then Sean, and then one commenter was like, well, what do you mean by that? And yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> what do you think I mean by it? But anyway, Sean backed it up with Darianne hadn't lost back-to-back games under Rob Trafone since his first year in 2007. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, I, I was a junior in high school. Like, that's a <laughs> long time. Yeah, it's a long time. And I was 28 years old. There you go. That's how old Actually, I, I am th- now. I was 33. Oh. <laughs> no. But, I mean, that's a long time. And It's a long time. You know, and good and for it, Newtown because it, they yeah. not only proved it to themselves, which is obviously way more valuable than proving it to anybody else, especially going into their next game. But, I mean, they showed the state. I mean, this isn't a team that just beats up on M and, like, lower S schools in the SWC anymore. I mean, this is something that – shout out to Dan Mason. This is something his brother going to do. Yeah. And now they get to play Greenwich with no pressure on them. Just yeah. go down there and play and there's and nothing. there's nothing – and the Benell football account uh, uh, tweeted this out, and we'll get into that. didn't really work for them. But there is nothing more dangerous than a team with nothing to lose. Right. Correct. When you're playing with house money, you feel like you – can do anything. If they go down there, and we can talk about this later, but when Grant, if Granite turns the ball over once or twice. Yeah, they can capitalize. Yeah. You know what's really – first of all, that streak about Dar- Trifon and Darian, it just speaks to how good the program has been. Yeah. I mean, you, you kind of get lost in that. And three when, straight when they double-all titles. Three straight double-all titles. I mean, four straight would have been unbelievable, and it's never been done before. Three straight titles. That's been done before. They don't quite immortalize themselves in that regard. But when you look back at the last 10 years with, with Trifon, I mean – Back to back, he hadn't lost to a back. That was the first non-FCAC team, and they played a lot in this in the playoffs. The first non-FCAC team that they had uh, lost to since 2010. And if it wasn't for New Canaan, they would have had a bunch of L titles right before they moved up to Double yeah. L. They lost in the oh, finals yeah. in New Canaan in a couple uh, of years, right? Yeah, I mean that's it's an amazing streak. It's and, funny they uh, had to they had to go up to Double to L to get their titles. <laughs> <laughs> New Canaan comes doesn't up, work like that. New Canaan comes up to Double L, <laughs> and now Darian doesn't win Double L. No. Yes. Mm, interesting. So, We'll jump over. We said Greenwich beat uh, New Britain 49-13. You know, another great performance by Gavin Muir, something that's just been expected at this point. That kid is a stud. Um, And then jumping over to the other side of the bracket, uh, Scott was over in Shelton. New Canaan held on to beat Shelton 42-34. These are the Rams that a lot of people had for dead in the middle of this season. And behind, you know, we talked about it before, Drew Pine. Look, he's got the hype. He's going to Notre Dame. He's, you know, he comes in as a freshman. He's got, you know, he's got a lot of haters. I mean, you know, for a kid his age, he has so many haters. And it's like, it's actually awful to see because he's so talented. He's a really nice kid if you actually get to talk to him. But look at his numbers. There might not be a hotter quarterback in the state right now than Drew Pine. Yes, he fumbled in the game. But before then, he's had one turnover since week one. Yeah, the numbers don't lie. I mean, the kid is legitimately good. I mean, I, I understand why people want to poke holes in him because you come in with that much hype. But absolutely, you yeah, as a that, freshman, right? But if you watch that kid play, he's really good. Regardless of just let's, he lost to Darian as a freshman on an interception on a in overtime. Then yeah. he beats him his sophomore year. He beats him his junior year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that is a baller. That is a big time player. That's what we brought him in here for. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he's like the anti. He's not Harbaugh. He he actually does beat Darian. That's what they brought him in for. I mean, he's their all-time leading passer. I mean, think about the kids that they've had yeah, there. Yeah, the quarterback, and, and he's their all-time leading passer. And also, I have to say, Quentin McConnell now, uh, Quentin O'Connell, is their all-time leading receiver. He just passed Pete Demerley, who played at Notre Dame in the NFL. 
and past Chris Silvestri for the touchdown mark. So those two kids have left an incredible mark on that yeah. school where they pass a lot and, and changed, you know, the offense. And well, let's just point out about Quentin O'Connell, absolutely unbelievable lacrosse player too. <laughs> Well, he's yeah. going to North Carolina to play to North yeah, I right. saw him play last year against Darian, and Darian won the game. But there was like a one, like five-minute period where Quentin O'Connell scored like six goals. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> he's pretty good. <laughs> you know, we say a lot of kids are nice and they have sportsmanship. I've seen this kid multiple times when kids on the other team are hurt go out there and check on them and kind of shake their hand. He did it last night when the kid from Shelton was hurt. He did it in the rain against Ludlow. He's just one of the most pure, nice kids you can have. Super competitive when yeah. he's on the field. But – always respectful of his opponents, always respectful of his teammates, always gives praise to the, the people blocking and everything. Really awesome. And he kid. can do, he's like a, he's like a Swiss army knife. Yeah. You know, what yeah. was it two, three weeks ago, they stuck him in the backfield and they're like, yeah. All right, here you go. Yeah. He ran the ball a lot when, when Moore was out against Ludlow and now they got him back at receiver and pined through it, you know, connected with him 14 times last night. So this is, they use him like Saquon Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, this is the team that we kind of expected the beginning of the season and their uh, defense is playing like it now too. right get what were your impressions of, of Shelton and what happened in that game Shelton came out and tried to run you know first of all the whole first half they were really committed to the run and they were moving the ball they had a 99 yard drive no. New punted got them down to the goal line and they drove their first touchdown was a 99 yard drive for a score New Canaan scored with 30 seconds left in the half and brought that momentum into the second half. And the second half was like a different game. There was 62 yeah. points scored. That's unbelievable. What was, was the halftime score? 7-7. Seven, seven. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then and then it goes 42-34 and just haymaker after haymaker. And once Shelton had to open up because they fell down, there was two quick plays. They, they, they threw a screen pass to O'Connell, which he took 78 yards. And then two plays later, there's a pick six on a play. I don't know if you saw the video. I think it was Vantage had it. Uh, the kid fell down. It kind of bounced off him and up to Drew Gaeta, who ran it in for the touchdown. Wait, you wow. didn't get the video? I was uh, I didn't get that video. No, no sorry, Pete. Um, but they're <laughs> down. Are 14. you sure he belongs here? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> sure the digital here? maven, Scott if, Erickson. If you two would give me cameras like yeah. you have instead of making me shoot on my phone, hey then... man, I bought my camera. <laughs> <laughs> then I would gladly shoot the whole game. Anyway, but, well, yeah. So then, what, but Shelton a, comes back and ties it. I mean, they're down fourteen. Yeah. They come back and tie it at the end of the third quarter, and then had a chance to get back in it again. Uh, and the onside kick was was ruled illegal touching. I think it was probably the right call. And they could, they just couldn't stop. Shel, uh, Shelton just couldn't stop him. Second half, they couldn't stop him. No. She, that's there you go. I mean, that's again. It, it's not that it's a surprise because New Canaan is so talented. But when we sat here and we're, we've been talking about Shelton all year, and it's like their defense is good. They need right. to figure out their offense, and their offense got better as the year went on. And I, I think, thought they would lose this game. And I think their de- I think their defense. Yeah, I, I don't think I think Shelton gave up a lot of points to North Haven. I think I don't think Shelton ever had its complete team, other than maybe a team a team that they were supposed to beat. But when it came down to a big game, I don't think Shelton ever like both or all three phases. Were, yeah, were I mean even the prep game they prep game they. No offense. No offense. Defense, though. You know, it was teams. a great special teams play by Yakovich and Jack Carr was all over the field. No offense. Later in the year, offense, offense, where's the defense? Yeah. Uh, really strange year for, for, for Shaw. What does this say about the SEC? What does this say? It, it, does this prove all the naysayers right about that the SEC Tier 1 was down this year? Um. Well, you know, you don't want your number one team to, to bow out in the first round. However, I don't think – New Canaan's like your typical eight seed. I don't think anyone in this bracket is your typical. Eight right. Seed. I, yeah. I think if you got a committee together and seeded it, I don't think New Canaan would have been the eight seed. Well, not the people who vote in our poll because they wouldn't even been in the eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, this I said this about Shelton last night. I mean, a lot of people were saying it's not fair for Shelton to get New Canaan. I said I think Shelton's New Canaan's a great opponent for them because there's no overlooking them as an no. eight seed coming in. Shelton was fired up to play that game. They've been waiting their whole lives to play New Canaan. You know, the whole Shelton New Canaan right. thing. I mean, they're always arguing they, online. Now they actually got on the field and played. And Newtown must have been like, "What are you complaining? We got Darian." <laughs> Fairfield Prep, I think Fairfield Prep and Southern were the, like, whew, thank you. Yeah, well, speaking of that one, I was over at that one. And you want to talk about Haymakers thrown. I got there. It was 14-6. So I started up in Middletown. And I, you know, I told Trump before, I was like, I'm going to end up, I'm going to end at Southington Prep. I go, this, I go, you got electric offenses. I was like, there's going to be, you know, punch after punch. It's going to be awesome. So I get there. It's 14-6. I'm like, all right. Started the third quarter. Prep touchdown. Ties the game. Southington goes down. Scores. Um, prep comes back, ties the game. And all of a sudden, I'm like, here we go. And then it stopped. Yeah. And Prep won 28-21. <laughs> like, it was kind of, like, slow at the end. But they started coming out in the third, throwing the ball, moving the ball. And I'm like, this is so exciting. You know, this and this. And then, like, you know, the defense showed up. And Southern had the ball on the two, fourth down. And Prep held. And... You know, you know, I love going to Southington. It's always a fun time, but they have no service there. The video didn't get up until, like, later. <laughs> I got home. I'm like, wait, where's this video? I got to embed it. And uh, it was a great play. La Rosa, they go try to go outside. They chase him back. I mean, Coach will say, uh, Coach Hellstern uh, will say they didn't tackle well. But, you know, he still lost a bunch of yards, and Prep took over. T.J. Walton got a first down, and that was it. I mean, good for Prep. Good that for was, Prep. Very prep exciting. was one play away from being undefeated. Yeah. Well, yeah. Arguably, they could they could not score against Shelton. But if they down the ball, right? Maybe they get it's the ball a seven there. three game, right? And they're the number one seed, and they're playing New Canaan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they get New Canaan now. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. 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 Are you saying the fix was in? No. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see Keith Helsers? Like, wait a minute. A second. Let me see here. Don't down that ball, kid. If I yeah yeah yeah, if we could get the four five seed, we won't see any of these top. If anyone teams. could do that math that far ahead the, in September, then the, all the to best them. place hey, they are prep kids. The best yeah. place to be in class double L was that was that's every year the four or five seed. You know, yep. I mean, yeah, you get the. The, the number one seed, but who knows? The number one seed just might get knocked out. But I'm going to be honest with you, and this is not a knock against Shelton because they're a great program and they do well every year. We sat here and we said, New Canaan's going to win that game. I don't think I don't think there was like this, well, you know, no, this is Shelton's. Like, I, you know, I think a lot of people knew New Canaan was going to win. I think the the prep Southington game was kind of the toss-up. Like, this game could go really I, either I, I way. I thought right. and Shelton was a toss-up going in. Really? I, 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 I thought so, too. I, I did. I really oh, thought I either team could win. And watch, I, after watching them play for that the full game, I yeah. still think it's a toss-up. Like, well, yeah, Shelton I mean, could have won that game. game. We, we both picked New Cannon to win, um, but I that was one of those. I could I, see it going either way. I didn't see much between them. I think New Cannon's line ultimately wore them down. But Yeah. Which is... Good for New Canaan's line because New Canaan's line should wear people. Right, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of the picks, I did pick against Fairfield Prep, and I did get crap for it on the sideline last wah, wah. night. So uh, thank you. Thank you to all the coaches that listen at Fairfield Prep. I want to – I had one coach come up to me put his arm around me. He goes, you know, I just started listening to the podcast this week. He goes, and you really had a pick against us? I wanted to be like, so you just started listening? Pete wanted to make my, me, me to make point. my – Pete, wanted, <laughs> Pete wanted me to make my pick first on that one, right? I – I, that one, I because I picked New Canaan, I picked Greenwich, I did pick Darianne, we both picked Darianne, and we sat the prep Southern game, and I'm like, I don't know which one to pick. Yeah, that was a pick em, it was a pick em game. Yeah. Now, let me just say, I, I wish, oh, I was so close. So I go on CT Sports now, and Noah Fins is grilling me about Naugatuck and Darianne, and I said on the show, I go, I, I think it's going to be a close game. 
I was, you know, Darianne had not scored an offensive touchdown in like two weeks because they didn't score one against New Canaan. Yeah. And I was, I was thinking like if Newtown runs the ball and, and can ball control, and they did for the most part. I mean, you know, there were lots of times where Darian stopped them. But uh, if they could do that, I thought that Newtown would have a shot. And just, I can't, I got to go back to the game. Luke Malillo, a quarterback, was great. You want I mean, he's not your prototypical quarterback, but they faced like four or five third downs in those two touchdown drives, and he converted them all. He is. He, he scrambled. 20 yards down to the setup first and goal on the first touchdown drive to complete a 96-yard drive. He converted two other third downs there. Then on the second touchdown drive, he converted a third and 17 to, um, I believe it was Padgett. Um, uh, no, no, it wasn't to Riley Ward. Riley Ward caught a seven. I mean, Darianne does not, never does that, gives up third and longs like that. No, their secondary is always He is so an good. excellent, excellent and, compliment to Dan. Right, yeah, and and – Bobby Patterson, the coach, was saying, like, we told him, like, we don't want you to be like Tom Brady. You know, we, we, we want you to convert the big plays. That's it. That's all we want you to do. You do that, we're going to be great. Uh, Bob, sure Bob, Bob, Bobby's awesome if you ever get a, a chance so, to talk to Bobby. Speaking of picks, so I wish I could have. So Noah said, that was the, where I was getting at. So Noah goes, well, I think it's going to be a blowout. And I'm like, okay, cut me off and went to the next game. Then he did that, you know, so. So uh, afterward, Joe Padgett from Newtown was like, thanks for almost picking us. Because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't in the picks here. Now, Pete and I, however, overall, 13-3. and three. Pretty good. Yeah, 13-3. Yeah, and we three. crushed it. Push on our part. Matt, uh, Cal Preps went, what, 11-5? And, and Ned Griffin. 10-6. and six. <clears throat> Scott, you're going to have to join the fray here. I'm joining this week. I'm in. Eight, right. I'm going eight now. We are going to get to our uh, – predictions quickly that was double l which was the best bracket and had the best yeah, games it's True. still the best bracket and yeah it lived up to it I it mean, definitely the did games were really good um we're just gonna run through l uh mns quickly uh hand beat banal 56 nothing uh maloney came back from 14 nothing to beat middletown 20 to 14 noah also uh no that was the naugatuck game mm-hmm. uh platt beat naugatuck 12 6 sean and i both picked platt but noah said no no naugatuck's gonna blow right I, so i okay. said to him i said For to sure him, not I said, I didn't understand, after the wait, because they had given up 30, no, they gave up 26 points to Seymour, then they gave up 34 points to Ansonia in a loss, and I'm like, ah. so I just said off the air, I don't know why you guys are voting, keeping Naugatuck so high, they just lost. Yeah. Everyone had him in like eight, sevens in their polls, and I'm like, why, why? And they're like, well, I still think they're great, and blah, 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 blah. I haven't voted for Naugatuck in my top 15. So I, I, well, I had, I had him in my 10, 11 around there, and then they lost Ansonia, and then I was like, no, 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 no. The NVL is just so. Then they're good. just like, so then they were like, well, they're I, I, I they're great. So uh, next game, they're gonna beat, they're gonna beat them up. They're gonna beat <laughs> Platt. Great. I'm I like, well, that. have you? Uh, okay. Clearly, they don't listen to the show because Sean and clearly I, we know what we're talking yeah, about. That's what I'm saying. And then uh, so Windsor beat North Haven in the uh, four oh. five. So you got Hand versus Windsor in the semis. Maloney versus Platt Stoddard Bowl two. We're going to get into that a little bit more. So did I'm you guys quite excited four for about four that. Four and L, both of you. We went. No, we, no, we, we lost. Yeah, North we both got North. We both took North uh, Haven. And then slept uh, on the CCC. I did. Well, <laughs> I see. I saw Windsor this year, and I thought North Haven would beat him. But so then at M, St. Joe's beats Rockville forty nine seven. Shane beat Walkett forty three twenty. Berlin over Brookfield sixteen zero. Uh, sixteen six. Killingly blows out 
Cheney Tech, 62 nothing. We did go 4 for 4 in M. Mm-hmm. And S. And then S. Ansonia B. Plainfield, 42 uh, nothing. Welcome to Connecticut football, Plainfield. <laughs> Adam Killingworth beat Bullard Havens, 52 nothing. Stafford, shout out Coach uh, Brian, 42 6 over Cromwell Portland in the Pequot Championships in the semis. That's it. And then uh, Bloomfield over Woodland, 49 10. So the NVL goes 1 and 3. Uh, what two a in terrible the first round that is. Um, so yeah, just, it is. And Sonia Bloomfield, very exciting semifinal in S. HK Stafford, another exciting semifinal. So I think such a bad opening round for S will be salvaged in what will be a fun semifinal. I think the same for M. I think yeah. you, I think you can definitely say the same for M. Absolutely. And, you know, so that's, you know, whoever, whatever coach was bringing up the fact that we should expand the playoffs. Okay, for sure not. Right. Anyway. This is, this is exactly. Two thumbs down. Right here. Contra- Two thumbs down. I, I like that. I'm one of the few people that says contracted at four teams per class. I know you guys both hate it. but No, well, the problem is, is that there aren't, there are typically four, or f- five, or six teams that are probably worthy, especially in Double L. Yeah, sure. Double L, you you want to because the Canadian Darian wouldn't have been it, right? I understand. Right, that. right, exactly. Um, oh no, what would we have done without Fairfield <laughs> County teams? But I, my point is, you should earn you should earn a top. Oh, four absolutely. Spot and then go from there and, and make this a little shorter process and not make kids play games on short rest. Right. No, and then that we we brought that up last week, yeah, and that okay. that's a fair point. Um, but uh, was there any other – what other surprises did you – things that happened? Maybe not the game result, but – I mean, nothing really stood out. I'm going to be honest. I was surprised that Maloney came back from 14 nothing in the first quarter against uh, Middletown. Yeah, Middletown. Um, I'm, I'm not surprised that Platt beat Naugatuck. Uh, Windsor, North Haven, that's not a surprise. I just – so I'm, I'm, I, I, that's second wrong. I, that's the second prediction I got wrong. With not only you don't want to face Rob Trafone after a loss, and <laughs> if you can run the ball, you can run it anywhere. Yeah. So 0 for two for Pete. Yeah, Maloney uh, and Platt's a great semifinal. Oh, I'm so excited. It's a war. I mean. I'm Stoddard Bowl too. I'm trying to get the mayor of Meriden no. to sing the national anthem. You got us. This is how you got to. <laughs> no, no, the mayor. The mayor of Meriden. No, choice. the Meriden. The mayor of Meriden, Kevin Scarpatti, is a very talented singer. He sings at a lot of like city uh, events. So like. I was so he tweeted last night like, "Hey, um, you know, congratulations to both Platt Maloney. Um, you know, I I'll be there Sunday. You know, for the playoffs, Stoddard Bowl tour or whatever." And so I tweeted him. I was like, "You have to sing the national anthem, right?" And he's like, "Well, I'm gonna." He gave the nice political answer. I'm gonna leave it to our two excellent band programs, which right. I which is true. I mean, Maloney's band is really good. Platt's is good too. Um, but I, you know, Kevin, I think you got to give the people what they want. <laughs> Do they want that? I don't know. I thought it was funny. <laughs> you ha- Put up a poll. From now on, you have to refer to this as not just Stoddard Bowl 2, but Stoddard Bowl 2. <laughs> the Reckoning. <laughs> I don't think anyone is more happy, as happy, as Brian Carpenter at the Record Journal. Yeah. Now he's sitting there. He's like, we don't have to travel. <laughs> the Record <laughs> Journal. He was sitting there. We were at the, we're at the class. Uh, we're at Lyman Hall Sheehan, and we're watching the end of the Darianne game. I was telling you about that yesterday. And he's sitting there. And uh, the kicks missed. Southington gets a home game. Brian's like, yes. He goes, we don't have to go to Greenwich. <laughs> Were you shocked? Uh, any other games that stood out that you thought? No, I think everything went the way that we thought it was going to be. Bunnell, look, I get they went 9-1. and one, yeah. And, you know, a lot of the players on Twitter, you know, record over points. No, that's not how this works. Right. Because And it's not Bunnell's fault. 
if you got want to blame anybody, it's your schedule's fault. No, it was the teams you played, folks. Yeah. Do you fault. think they'll move Plat Money to Sepa Field and just play it on the old grass? Oh, and God, they... I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Sepa Field for a baseball game is probably the most dangerous place in the world. They have no fencing anywhere. Um, I covered the Legion Championship. It's so dangerous. Yeah. But now, still, they, the goalposts are still up, so yeah, they, oh, yeah. they can show up there. And Everybody play. seemed to forget that um, that that the how the points work. With Vanell, as you know, in regards to Vanell, everyone was complaining about, like Pete just said, everyone was complaining about it. Uh, it, It's it's your schedule. That's the that's how they do it. It's a formula. Um, If your schedule, if they seed it by your, it's it's how they do strength of schedule. Your teams, your opponents' wins and losses. So you know, you got to look at them. Say, hey guys, you know, got to help us out here. They had it, and look, they played Newtown. Right, that was it, though. They played Newtown and they lost by a lot. Right, they did. I mean, but that shouldn't. Dictated. Look, the t- there should have been another team in there that, but they just didn't yeah. have it. The strength of schedule is the tiebreaker points, correct? Um, no, that's the what I'm saying. That's okay. That's what I'm asking. Right. Tiebreaker overall. So you look at Windsor, whose tiebreaker points was 112, right. which, which is means, the most in in L. Which means their teams that they played overall. Okay. Benell's was 66. Yeah, which is Massick didn't help. Nobody helped. They, they didn't play. Beat- they, they, beat they didn't teams. play Brookfield. Bunnell beat teams. The, uh, these are their wins. One win, Notre Dame-Fairfield. Two win, Ledger. No win, New Milford. Yeah. Six win, New Fairfield, who got better as the year yep. uh, went on. One win, Foreign. Five win, Massick. One win, Bethel. Six win, Pomperock. One win, Stratford. Right. So they beat five teams with two or less wins? Yeah. It's that, not going to help you. That yeah. killed them. You yeah. It's not, again, it's not their It's fault. not their fault, but I'm just saying is that's... Did they belong? Did they? But I guess the 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 thought is, did they belong in as the eight seed going to going to the surf club? I say yes. Well, yeah, but if they didn't have to go to the surf club, I'm sure they would have been fine. Like if for some that, reason Middletown went undefeated, or not somehow, but if Middletown was the number one seed, they would have been like, oh, it's okay to beat the number eight. It's just because they had to go to hand. Right. No, I know. I know. Nobody no one, wanted. No to, one wanted to play. No hands. one wanted to be hands first sacrificial lamb. You can't really argue with the points. I mean, the points are there to make take right. the human element yeah. out of it, and it right. is what it is. So you didn't get enough points. You're the eight seed. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I, listen, I'd be frustrated too. I don't want to. I, I worked so hard to get to the postseason. Sure, and I got. I got hand. You got to play someone. Right. Uh, and someone's got to play the good teams. I mean, what are you going right. to avoid them forever? It's the playoffs. Right. Well. Agreed. Well, on that note, we're going to take a uh, quick break, and then we're going to jump into the semifinals. We're going to give. Uh, Talk about the games and uh, give a little prediction. Uh, so we'll be right back after this. Don't miss a pass, pitch, or putt this season. Sign up for the Whistle newsletter and get the latest news and stories sent straight to your inbox from GameTimeCT.com. Welcome back to the special edition, to the quarterfinal special edition of the Game Time CT High School special Football report. Podcast. Still here with Sean and Scott. They both haven't left yet. Um, very I'm, exciting. I'm thinking stuff. about it. Yeah, you're thinking about it. <laughs> genius it's a little five. That'd be a genius five move. Oh, just for the record, before we get into the uh, the semifinal matchups, just to, you know, I I know that there are some out there, but I just wanted to point out that I've had New Canaan at six all year, even with two losses. Yeah, you, you've pointed that out before. I am the best. Great. All right, so he, we're gonna start. He, he fails to mention every time that I also had them had them in my. You top didn't 15. brag about it on Twitter, so why you don't would I? Because I did. If you don't brag about it on Twitter, well, it didn't Pete, happen. Exactly. Thank you. Right. There it is. Okay. That, yeah. Those Pete, are the rules. Pete, you were not the and and you and I were not the only ones that have kept Darian in their poll after the second loss. You and I were Gary not the Ann, only ones. Darian, you mean New Cannon? I mean New Cannon. Yeah. You and I were not the only ones. You and I. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so we're going to start in Class S and work our way up. Right, because we 
kind of neglected these poor teams. We did. But it was a, you well, know. It cl- wasn't a good first round. It wasn't a good quarterfinals. Now the semis, though, are. Semifinals oof. are very exciting. So we're going to start with the Pequot Championship. Well, I said it was the. I called the last round the de facto Pequot Championship. Cromwell versus, uh, um, versus Stafford. Stafford. Stafford undefeated for the first time in school history. And uh, but but what they do is the overall record they crown the Pequot champ because they don't have a champ they never had a championship game. Yeah. On the other side of the Secaucus division, you had Cromwell with one loss and HK with one loss. So uh, that made them kind of it, but they didn't play either of those teams. Now they play, now they get them both, and they just beat. I was shocked by that score. By would, what? By, by uh, Stafford score. Stafford's. I did not think Stafford would beat up. That's an impressive, impressive victory by Stafford to get to the. Semifinals. Oh, good for them. Uh, shout out Colton Angles and uh, Rezus. They've, you know, been kind of the. Uh, I don't know. Like this is they've been I'm building to this for moment for all year. Yeah, uh, but now they're running up against HK, who well they just run the ball. Uh, they beat yeah. They got um, Modine and Calendar. They just run the ball. They just keep pounding, pounding, pounding the rock against you. Look. We could have the conversation. We could have a whole podcast about the CTC involvement in the playoffs and this and this. HK didn't even break a sweat uh, no. in the first round. As so as expected, um, they were coming off a really big game against Valley. So it was probably kind of nice for them. That was an emotional game. They kind of come in, kind of breeze to a nice um, you know quarterfinal win and going up against Stafford. I, this game's going to be really good. This is this is probably one of the top three games on Sunday. Could you argue that two of those top three are in Class S? Uh, yeah. Actually, I could. I think you could. Um, but you got Stafford's offense of Colton Ingles and uh, Julian Revis, Coach Mazzone, and you go over to HK, and you got the running you got the running backs of Modine and Calendar. And- so this is a Braun versus Braun. Two teams that love to run the ball. I mean, I think Stafford's a little dyna- more dynamic. Yeah. I think Colton Angle is one of those special players who kind of do it all. I think he's one of the special players that nobody really talks about. Nobody really talks I think he was All-State last year, wasn't he? Uh, First team for remember. Walter Camp? Or was that some, Was that? I forget. Oh, anyway. I'll have to look at it. But anyway, he, but he's, he's just you are absolutely correct. He's one of those kids who he can run, he can throw. He can, he's just so he, much confidence. I think they put him at quarterback a couple of times. And he is he the quarterback. Play anyway. You can play anywhere. Right, right. You can put them anywhere. And the, the thing about uh, Stafford is their offensive line. It's big and it's strong and it's all veteran kids. And a lot of them play two ways, like, you know, Kopech and some of those guys. And uh, uh, so, like, you, you talk about HK using their offensive line. Now they're going up against someone, you know, and they're going to pick on someone of their own size. Well, and Cromwell, <laughs> I mean, HK lost to Cromwell, right? That was their loss? Cromwell, that was their one big loss, yeah. yeah. And I think and Pete was at that game, and it's just the wheels just kind of fell off HK in the second HK half. tried to fake punt. Yeah, and um, if they get it, it maybe it's a completely different game. They don't get it. Cromwell scores. HK fumbles. Cromwell scores, and the game is over. Yeah, hmm. yeah. And it was at the end of the first half, right? Yep. And that they played. Turned and the and they played a lot of games since then. Yeah. yeah. Still, this is HK's. This is the best season in school history. They have the first time they've ever got to ten wins. So you have two like dream seasons colliding here. Yeah. With Stafford, and one's going to the championship. And, and one once you get to the championship, look, amazing. I you know. I understand that there are heavy favorites and, you know, there are teams who have been there before in this and this. But once you get to the championship, yeah, I, I truly think anything can happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the that's the common thing, right? So so who do you guys got, Sean? 
Well, listen, I picked, I thought when I saw Stafford play Granby earlier this year, went all the way up there, got a nice pretzel. It was nice. <laughs> but it's also, it was essentially, it was a it was a scouting report for me to go up there and, and check out Stafford and see what they were all about. And I was came away like, wow, I think this team has a shot to get to the state championship if they had a good draw. I'm going to stand by that. And I just think the way they're playing right now is exceptional. That was a hurting. They put on a, a really good Cromwell Portland team. You know, I love Nick Wright. I love... Uh, Carstetter, great quarterback. I, I just don't think they they had the weapons to contend. With. The fact that they didn't have the weapons to contend with these guys is Says pretty impressive. So I'm going to go with Stafford in this one right, to make uh, their first. Imagine this. How long ago they were nine? They were nothing. They were not one and nine. Like uh, four this years. This coaching ago. tree that's had Eric Knickerbocker and Brian. Yeah. Was, that's unbelievable. That's the that's the Ellington Keith Totkus coaching tree. Now Totkus coaches at Rockville now. With Eric Knickerbocker, with one of his children, you know, it's like all his little children, <laughs> little children <laughs> running out. But they've dominated that whole group, though. You're right, has dominated that corner of the state. Yeah, really brought they really have football. It was just Ellington for a while, and everyone's like, "Who's this Ellington squad?" I that's a far trip to go to Ellington. Then Mazzoni went, or Mazzoni went to Stafford, and immediately like a switch. And then obviously Eric Knickerbocker and Rockville. At Rockville. Yeah, it's been it's been insane. What about you, Scott? I mean, HK's having a magical ride, but <clears throat> same reasons that Sean said, I got to go with Stafford here. I mean, I just think that they're the team of destiny in this group, and they're going to face one of the other two big dogs in Class S in that championship game and get their shot, you know? Yeah, I'm going to go with Stafford as well. We like Stafford at the beginning of the year. A lot of hype. They had a lot of guys coming back from last year's team that went to the state playoffs, and they got great coaching. So I don't think you could ignore that. Great game, though. Oh, it's going to be an awesome game. And if you if, get if, if you, you get picked if for you that, have an hour and a half on Sunday go go yeah, uh, go to that game <laughs> that's at Stafford right yeah uh, yeah and then well so it's um, at Stafford so but they played at Enfield, Enfield. Well, they played Enfield Enfield yeah, is where Brian Mazzone quit uh, coach uh, teaches ah. him and Eric I think Eric Knickerbocker teaches there too <laughs> where do they play their home games normally usually it's Stafford but yeah. is it lights turf that kind of thing I don't really know it's a day game right a factor yeah but I think it's turf I think Stafford has Stafford has lights but I. No, I don't think turf. You, you just need light. Oh, yeah. We just got a lot of rain in this state. Yeah, that makes sense. The last month. All right. Uh, over the other side, this is another good one. Oh. And Sonia Bloomfield. This is the game that a lot of people wanted to see at the beginning of the season. You got Bloomfield's high-flying offense, a lot of playmakers, and then you got Ansonia, who's Ansonia. You yeah. Know, Tom Brockett, you know, not discounting the kids on the team, but – as long as Tom Brock is still there and Sonia's still going to be competing for state championships. Yep. I This one, We've I think seen this them one's going to be a little hard. I've seen them both. Sean's seen them both. Here's the thing. I like Bloomfield, and they put a hurting on Ram at the end of the year, but they got beat up by Berlin, and I think Ansonia's kind of that same team, maybe better. Mm. Um. I'm taking Ansonia. I I just look where you got you don't pick against Ansonia until you're proven wrong. Yeah, it's like the Darian pick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to change course here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Sean? Well, listen, I, I I've gone with Bloomfield since the beginning. I think that was one of my tr- my picks to start the season. Um, I, I I think this is gonna be a great. I mean, the last time we saw these two teams play Ansonia, uh, they I think they lost Ansonia. No wait. Bloomfield beat Ansonia to win their state championship in 2015. I think that was the last time these two teams played. 
overall, I think Bloomfield has the more has the more weapons, the the most weapons of the two groups. I think Antonia has the coaching edge. You know, brought nobody pulls one over on on Brock and, and Lisi and all those guys. Nobody. No. Uh, I think they definitely have the coaching edge. I think if Bloomfield plays the way they're supposed to, like they played the other night and, and against Glastonbury and not against Berlin. No, they didn't. I. That just Butler, that resonates in my mind. Butler's unbelievable. But, Butler's he might be a, the best running back in the state. He's he's the best. Well, he's got a lot of speed. He's got a lot of power, and he also plays an exceptional linebacker. Yep. Um, and they have the speed to contend with the Harmons of the world. Yeah. Uh, and Antonia, Antonia, um, you know, they they, they kind of unleashed a little bit of a pass game with Sheldon Shuler last the other night. But this is a team that can cover, and they can throw the ball, which is I think Antonia's Achilles' heel. Uh, if Bloomfield does not make mistakes, I think they should be able to win this. I don't think it's going to be easy though, because I think the Samsung team is starting to feel it. So, so you're going feel it, it's oats now. You got Bloomfield? Oh yeah, absolutely. I got Bloomfield. Uh, I think it'll be a close one, but I, I'm, I'm going to go. I said they were going to win the state championship, so here we are, Scott. I'm going to take Ansonia just because they're home. I mean, I think there's a toss-up between the two teams. Ooh, good point. I'm going to go with Ansonia at Nolan Field. Uh, really hard to beat in the semifinal. And it's grass. And it's grass, so. And it's, you know, look, Bloomfield. Bloomfield I, Bloomfield I stand by. speed, right? I mean, you guys have seen them, They right? didn't move their game against Ram to that turf field in Hebron, and they would have played at Ram High. I think that's a completely different game playing yeah, on grass. Maybe. I think also Bloomfield was on a little bit of a mission there. They came out fired up. Oh, they should have been, though. Um, but that is a good point about Jarvis. I don't think anyone has lost it, or I don't think Antonio has lost it, Jarvis, since, ooh, man, since uh, Northwest Catholic in 2009. I, 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 I don't remember the last time they lost there. They lost to Newtown on the road. Right, and they well, lost to Valley in the championship. Was at a yeah, was at I, a I, neutral site. I would like to go after this. I'm gonna have to go back and look at what their Jarvis record streak is. They lost a no. They no. I'm sorry. They lost to Naugatuck in tw- 2010 at Jarvis. It's a long time. 2010, which that's is their a, last NVL loss. That's a heck of a home field advantage. In right. No. Listen. The point is, is that they do not lose at Jarvis Field. So that's and why I'm going with Ansonia. That's not a bad pick. No, no, I got to go with Bloomfield. I started out. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. I, either, no, I think either one's going to be good. That's um, going to be a tremendous game. Get out there, Ansonia. Go watch. I think uh, over in Class M2, we have we have some pretty good matchups in the semifinals. Uh, we're starting off number three, all top seeds one in uh, in M. Uh, number three, Berlin travels to Rich Telly Field to play number two, Sheen. Basically, the running attack of Berlin, their four running backs versus the running attack of Terrence Bogan, who rushed for 300 yards yesterday. Oh, what a great game. He's unbelievable. He uh, is so good. It's Bogan. amazing. So this is it. So it is, to me, it is can Berlin's defense slow him down? And then, look, even if you slow him down, West Jersey is still a very good quarterback yeah. that should not be forgotten about. I know, look, we're, I'm guilty of it myself in terms of like, oh, Terrence Bogan, he's so great, da 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 but I've seen if you kind of, if you try to take Terrence out of the game, you stack the box against him. Ter- uh, West can beat you with his uh, with his yeah. arm. I uh, did. It, my big question is going to be Sheen's defense, right? Because I think Anthony Leigh is a very good quarterback at Wolcott. You know, I got to see him play, and I was wildly impressed with how he yeah. played last week. That said, twenty points. I mean, they have a, they gave up the most points of anybody in the Class M qu- quarterfinals, and that's kind of always there. That and Sheen always gets they, – they get off to slow starts. 
And you can't do that against a team like Berlin, who, if they get up, they will just continue to run the ball on you. The ultimate, one of the ultimate cliches, you can't do that against the so-and-so. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Can't make mistakes. And, and if, if a commenter wants to know what I mean by that, meaning that <coughs> if you go down against Berlin, they're just going to run the ball and run the clock. Right. That's what I mean by it. I don't need, I need to tweet at you and yeah. explain what that means. It's pretty self-explanatory. Um, do you got a pick here? I'm going to take – I'm going to ride, Shan. Attaboy. I'm gonna I picked him at the beginning of the year. Attaboy, Pete. Um, I picked him at the beginning of the year. I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride the uh, the Titans and Terrence Bogan. All right. Well, I'm shocked. Yeah, Just shocked. Just shocking. shocking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scott, how about you? Uh, I'm taking Berlin. I just think that they rebound from that loss to New Britain they had at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. They got by Brookfield now, and I think they can start rolling again, and I think they can go down to Sheehan and and win this game. So I'll take Berlin. I think they have to do that. I'm going to go Berlin too. Wow. I I think, you know, Sheehan got to the quarterfinals last year and got upset or beat. And Berlin last year, they won their game. They went up to Sheehan. They got to the semifinals, and they were close. They were were knocking on the door against uh, Killing Lee last year. Uh, I don't think they were going to win either way, but they could have made it a little bit more competitive in that game. And I think uh, I think you look at this. I mean, you have two dreams colliding here. Overall, I like I like Berlin. I think their 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 top talent is some of the the best collectively. You know, you know, Saint Pierre and Herbiak and uh, and Hockius and, and Scarano and. Marco Scarano is really good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, next year when this kid's a junior, oof, watch out. Yeah, well, I think you know I, I I've seen Sheehan get down pretty early, uh, and we saw them against Brantford do that, and they needed uh, they need Bogan to kind of bail them out and go buck wild. Bailing someone out is a lot different than rushing for seven touchdowns. In no, the second well, yeah, he, he had to bail him out. <laughs> he had to start running. Bill bailing out, he scores four touchdowns. And they, uh, they win the game. He rushed for seven. Right. It was when, twenty. It was twenty-seven to seven, man. Yeah, that was that's not good. Oh you don't no, want that's it. not good. You, again, the cliche you can't you can't do that in the playoffs. And I think that you know, look, if they can get Bogan going early, yeah, that boy, they're gonna need flies. to do that early. I think New Britain's gonna not New Britain. Berlin, uh, Berlin is gonna need to make sure they they they, they wrap him up because but, otherwise it's gonna be a, a long night for them. But again, I think they have a lot of weapons. I think they can do a lot of different things. They can hurt you in different ways, and. I, I, I just think that this is their year to what, get to the championship. What what worries me about Berlin is the 16 points against Brookfield. Yeah. I mean, but Brookfield That's, had a pretty good defense Brookfield's this year. got a good D. I, mean, I understand they that, only Remember, Brookfield only allowed, what, seven points to Newtown? Brookfield yeah, was, I, I was, don't, was, not, was built on I'm defense. I'm not saying I mean, that it's not a good D. I just... I thought that right. they would beat, win by a lot more, and well, I, you know that's just a little worrisome. I don't think Brookfield's the kind of team that can get—I mean, can get blown out. But I mean, they run the ball really well. They play really solid defense. They're going to keep that game low scoring. And I agree. I agree with Scott. I'm not disagreeing with him, but I um, think I think, <laughs> I think Sheehan's defense needs to step up in this yes, game, or it's going to be a long night. Absolutely, and I just not—you know—to be note, we're talking about the running backs. Again, West Jersey at Sheen, good quarterback, and Kevin Dunn at Berlin is a very good quarterback. Both of them can throw teams, throw them back into games. I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna regret saying this, but I don't see. I think Bo, this is gonna be one of those 160 yard games for Bogan. You know, God, and, what and a maybe, bad game. And maybe three TDs. That's it. But if they allow him to go like 400 yards yeah. and five TDs, it's over. Yeah. But like, this is gonna be one of those games where Berlin's gonna have to make a key stop. Yeah. If and, they give up five TDs, it's over. And then they, no, no. What I mean is, if he I scores know. five TDs, it's over. Um, I think that this is going to be one of the. They need to limp, like they need to contain him. That's yeah. it. Period. And then they need to go up at least 
a couple scores to make it's, it. Uh, that, that one's definitely going to be a good one. Really good game. And then we jump over to the other side. We have the reigning champs in Killingly uh, traveling down to St. Joe's. Killingly will be bringing their iPad, their <laughs> one helmet, and their one jersey to face off against St. Joe's, who has yet to announce what jersey they're going to be wearing, according to uh, <laughs> Jeff Jacobs' column. Uh, <laughs> they have a big screen, too. But uh, they make it, they're bringing their multiple TVs. So. This is very interesting that in that Killingly was supposed to be in Class S this year. They got hit with the choice modifier for success because they're, quote-unquote, a choice school, which is a joke. Um and they got bumped back up to M. I think they belong in M anyway. Yeah. So I'm not going to really Look, kick a, kick up a stink about that. St. Joe does not. Let's get him out of here. Okay, let's, I understand. If, move but up if, to Elf. if this didn't, if this success modifier wasn't put into place, and St. Joe's and Killingly were in S, Ugh. how bad would this M bracket be? Oh, this bad. Uh, it'd yeah, be terrible. It'd be pretty bad. How how great would it be if St. Joe was up playing hand right oh, now? Oh no, 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 I agree yeah. in that sense. But I'm saying is if they didn't use a success modifier this year, right. And they both went down to S. S that's a great S. That's a great S bracket, but <laughs> M is bad. So one of those teams is sitting home right now, too. Yeah, Think about is. this it for is. a minute, because there's not that many teams in it. You know, we're talking about you yeah, know Bloomfield, Hansonia, you, you know. So, mm. yeah. so maybe the yeah, in that in that sense, yes, we're we're fortunate. But the Pequot dream may not. Be I think anymore. I think yeah. teams like St. Joe, you know, I think that they L or L or higher. That's yeah. It, I, look, this is an, again, this is a podcast that. that we can we can do. Catholic schools L or higher over again. L or higher. I know, I know, and I know. Like you have the East Catholic guys sitting there, go, we're, we're small. Oh, stop! Please stop. Yeah, but that that would be you can't do it by sport. You have to do it by school. East Catholic has a great baseball program. So same with Northwest Catholic. Right. So. You give them, you give those teams a success modifier. You don't let them go any further than L. You know, whatever. Anyway. Anyway. All right. So I mean, I think. I'm taking St. Joe's, and it's I'm not picking against Killingly. I just think that St. Joe's is just better. I mean, that's just really what it comes down to. Mm, uh, yeah. Okay. St. Joe better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did uh, did I go out on a limb there? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That was just watch out for the bow there. Don't let it break. That's the kind of analysis that people are waiting yeah. for you. St. Joseph's, Saint Joseph's I think it's better. All right. Okay. Well, I don't think next, there's anything to really game. discuss in the game. Well, yeah. Well, here it is. People keep, people have asked me straight up, can Killingly compete with uh, St. Joseph? And my answer is, I think they can compete with them. Can they win? I don't think so. Um, Killingly, um, really nice season. Has not played the type of schedule St. Joseph have. That is for sure. Um, I, it, I think they're talented. Ha- Harriet. Yeah. Right? Uh, DeSolne. I pronounced his name wrong. Desolne, ah, <laughs> Luke Desolne, whatever. Anyway, I can't speak Francais. Um, but uh, uh, great job by Chad Neal last year. Lost an all-time cast of characters that that won that championship, and then they come back and and they get to this spot semifinals again. I think they've done a really really nice job here. Um, and that said, Saint Joe is just Saint Joe. Mm-hmm. They have David Summers. They have uh, Will Diamantis, who's like really picked it up she- as far as a res- Sheridan. Yeah, J- Dwayne J- Dwayne's J- son, uh, Jaden Sheridan. Jaden Sheridan. Um, but I, you know, I think a kid who's really played well offensively has been Will Diamantis. Yeah, because you know, they don't they lost past Meg for the season again. 
and then Diamantis comes in there and he just catches he's catching you know touchdowns left and right. Yeah. And this is I think this is the time we talked about this last week. David Summers didn't have the best reg- a regular season. No, it, but it was okay, but it wasn't It was okay, like but last it year. wasn't like <laughs> last year and now this is kind of where he kind of picks it up cuz he was unbelievable last year yeah. in the playoffs. Just far too many weapons for St. Joe. They I mean they, they far too many weapons, far too many jerseys. Yeah. Jer- yeah, pick a jersey, pick a helmet, pick a jersey. It's at St. Joe too. Um I don't, I don't see them losing. Yeah, I'm going to go to St. Joe. Uh, I'm going, you're going St. Joe, Scott? Yeah, I'm going St. Joe. They're going to empty out Mass uh, right after that on Sunday morning. They're going to go right ah. into the field, and uh, I think they're going to roll over Killingly. I don't think it's going to even be uh, all that close. No offense to Killingly, but this is not last year's Killingly team, and St. Joe is just too good. It's not your dad's Killingly team. It's not your dad's Killingly team. It's not your brother's or whatever. I, 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 would, I, I, I just think St. Joe is, is just a step above – these other teams right now in this yeah. class yes. absolutely yeah. so i just I, I just i'm picking them and I, I don't think that this game will be close yeah, yeah. i agree yeah. um then we're gonna jump up to l um windsor at hand maloney at platt um i let's just start with windsor in hand because i think you know that's kind of the uh hand I'm just picking hand again. <laughs> look, you got Phil, you got you got Phoenix Billings, maybe one of the best quarterbacks in the state. How about McCabe? And, and McCabe, McCabe rushes for five touchdowns they, in the first half. They scored 35 points in the second quarter again. But again <laughs> Think about that. Think about that sentence that I just said. 35 points in the second quarter again. Again. Yeah. For I the mean, eighth time, it seems like. 14 nothing. Next thing you know. <sighs> it's, it's, look, Windsor, Windsor has had a great season. Uh, knocked off Middletown to get in. Beats North Haven in the first round. Really nice job. I No know. one wants to play hand. No, and Windsor, unfortunately, the le- uh, you can at least say this for Windsor. They have it's not like they're strangers to the surf club. No, they were here last year, same spot, and they got run over. No, they got run over <laughs> right, right into Long Island Sound. Um, I wouldn't want to go swimming in the Long Island Sound. Personally. And that, and, that, and I think you can argue this hand team this year. I think that last year was kind of led by Casa Grande, who kind of brought the guys along throughout the season. They lost to Shelton, and then they got better as the season went along. This team from from the jump has been dominant yeah now they were all fired up about darian losing we predicted okay we didn't fire it up but we said this at the beginning of the year because we were trying to figure out how is and going to be the number one team right right and we and i i want to say because we were talking about it and then i was i was the one who said it we were all thinking it but darian had to lose to New Canaan because New Canaan had to get in, right? And then Darian had to lose in the final, uh, had to lose in the playoffs, and Greenwich had to lose in the playoffs. Right. This is that is the only way that Hand can be the number one team. And Shelton had to lose. Yeah. Well, Shelton yeah, but had. that meant I mean at one point Shelton was going to lose. Right. But uh, basically, none of the top seeds could win. And it's kind of there. It, they needed New Canaan. Well, well, they need well that's more. what we said. They we said New more. Canaan needed to win double L with two losses, which is very possible. And Hand needed to blow the everybody out. The one team now that stands in Hand's way of becoming number one is Greenwich. Yep. And I, we'll get to it. I don't think Greenwich is going to. I don't think a, a Greenwich is losing either. But this is something that a lot of people didn't think would happen. And now Hand is sitting here being right. like Greenwich loses. Hand's sitting there right there to be the number one team in the state. Right. And, I mean, I think it would be well-deserved if Greenwich lost. Again, I agree with you. We'll get to it, but I don't think Greenwich But if Greenwich lose. loses to Newtown and the Newtown wins state championship undefeated at double L, don't they get consideration? If Newtown, if, if Newtown beats Greenwich. Right, that's what I mean. If they beat Greenwich, they have to be. I'm going to say it right now. If Newtown beats Greenwich and wins the state championship, Newtown's number one. Yeah. yeah. 
Sorry, sorry, hand. I think I the, only, the only conversation you can you score have, eighty. If New Canaan wins. Well, that's what we said. You New Canaan sc- had to win double. You could right. score eighty points in the second quarter, guys. Newtown's number one. Oh. Newtown beats Greenwich fourteen six this week and then goes on and wins the, state championship. They're number one. The only the only way Hand is number one is if New Canaan wins yeah, double up. I agree. Correct. Or and New or can, prep and New, New Canaan can, can. Still, can still get votes too. Yeah. I think because winning or that prep. double bracket. Well, <sighs> you think three, prep makes it over a three point loss to Shelton? Is their only loss, and they would go on to beat. They would have to go on and beat. Who do they got next round? I think it's Southington, yeah. New Canaan, and then either Southington if they beat New Canaan yeah. and then Greenwich or Newtown. I don't know. I think whoever wins double L has to have consideration, ne- even even New Canaan, because that bracket is clearly the yes. best. Next, I think the two losses though. Next really year, hand. Them. Next year. Next year. But okay, let's so not, let's not worry. Are we about all this are we all taking hand? Hand. Yeah, yeah hand. hand. Okay, that's what I thought. And Good then, job, Windsor, uh, but yeah. <laughs> welcome back hey, to the hell, Surf Club. Uh, great season, Coach Fleeting, big fan. Yeah, um, but they're it. young. Stop it. Uh, they're young too. If, stop. If, if Han could play St. Joe, I'd really enjoy that. Yeah. Make sure Rob Fleeting knows that the seafood place down there. What's that place called? <laughs> no free ads. I don't know. I've never been to the. Surf oh, it's club. great. Uh, the Surf Club. I'm not allowed. Down the street. I can't go to the Surf Hang Club. Out. Unless him or Morelli aren't available. Right, right, right. <laughs> Maybe this is your go. No, uh, this, this is, is where I'm going to be. Uh-oh, here it is. Oh, I'm going right. to be back in Meriden for Stoddard Bowl number two. I am so excited. you got to do it right, Pete. What was it? What was it? Stoddard Bowl two? Stoddard Bowl two. <laughs> the Reckoning. <laughs> A.K.A. the Pete Paguaga Bowl. <laughs> That's what they should call it. I am, look, I'm going to be honest with you. Look, They're gonna, yeah. The rivalry games are great on Thanksgiving. How many times do they get to play at Thanksgiving and then play again in the playoffs? Obviously, that happened with Darian and New Canaan a, a, yeah. a couple of it's times. Great. Which is that's exciting. <laughs> it is because at the end of the day, it's like you want to win. That we always talk. Oh, if you win that Thanksgiving game, it doesn't matter what happens. And now it's like, okay, well, yeah, that for a spot kind of doesn't matter. And Platt is playing with nothing to lose. We talked about this earlier. If you have nothing to lose, Platt was out of the playoffs three weeks ago. Yeah. Now, well, and now Platt is does, playing. With does Maloney have to pressure lose. on it now? I think you always have pressure when you uh, when you play a team. I think like they do. That. I think Maloney has the pressure. I don't think Platt does. Platt doesn't because they won the first time. Yeah, if they lose this time. It's gonna stink. It's gonna stink for them. But Maloney, well, you know, on their side, uh, you were the, supposed to be the better team. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. You People... were supposed to be the better team. No, 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 no. No one's talking about Platt. They're all talking about Maloney. Maloney's offensive line. Elliot Good, Marquez, the whole nine. Yeah, Mar- well, Marquez is really good. Right. Kind no, of no, no. But, I mean, but now you lost. You can't lose again. No, you can't lose again. And I'm going to be With honest. With a state champion. I don't know if a lot of people know this about Maloney and Platt. So, Kevin Frederick is the head coach of Maloney. He played and graduated from Platt. His dad went to Platt. Brian Frederick, an assistant coach of Platt, is his brother. Mm-hmm. He coaches at Platt, went to Platt. Okay. I love that. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things is that you have this city rivalry and then you have like the family aspect and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I'm so excited. Meriden has had some really, really good football teams over the year. You know what amazes me, though? That, that was Platt's first playoff win since in 21 years. Someone someone tweeted at me. He said it was like 7,665 days since their last win. Right. I, I don't can't confirm that. Maloney's last time it played in the state championship game was Rob Simancic, um in 2006. That was the last time I think they won. A, was that the last time they won a playoff game? I believe so. Until this Until year? Until this year, yeah. So that's a lot. lots of firsts. The city of Meriden is getting a team in the state championship. And if Maloney Which wins. Which is tremendous. If Maloney wins, they'll play ha- and play hand. That's the, that was the matchup in the Class L boys soccer final. 
that hand one very closely. Mm. Good thing I'm here. Yeah, good thing. A uh, good thing <laughs> yeah. our soccer writers here. But uh, I mean, uh, I'm taking Platt again. Oh, Pete. What do you mean, Pete? I'm taking Platt again. Look, not only did Platt win the Your first boys. time, but they dominated that game. You'll never be able to share, show yourself in the other side of town again. You gotta get your steamed cheeseburger somewhere else. I guess so. Yeah, Maloney, forget it. No, Don't even I bother think, going into Maloney's orbit. I think Kevin. I think Kayla Mays is a plat guy. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Kayla Mays uh, is a right. plat district. Yeah, it's so a plat guy. Okay. Um, but Kayla I, Mays, I think but, but, I think Platt's a better team. I think they're playing better right now, and they were better four days ago, five days ago. I mean, they threw stuff at Maloney that Maloney didn't know was coming, and even Kevin said that after the game was we were out coached. We were not prepared. Hmm. Platt doesn't have that element of surprise if they go to the single wing like they did. That said, I just I I just think Platt's a better team. I'm feeling like Maloney here. Yeah? I'm going to be the contrarian. I'm going to be anti-Pete. <laughs> Elliot, Victor, I'm, you guys got to back me up here. You got to get you got to take Pete out. I think it's really Let's hard go. to beat your rival twice like that. Yeah. You saw it all the time when the Canaan and Darien. <clears throat> Darien would win the Turkey Bowl and the Canaan would win the states and vice versa. I'm taking Maloney for that reason. It's too hard to yeah. beat your rival twice in, in this short a period of time. Maloney's going to be hungry. You said like they're not going to be surprised again. They're yeah. going to go look at those tapes, and Platt's not going to come out with them with anything they haven't seen now. I'm going with Maloney here with in, in the redemption. Yeah. Stoddard Bowl 2. Right, rem- and remember, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the steamed cheeseburger reckoning. There you go. <laughs> I gotta, we got to cut a uh, we gotta cut a promo for this game on video. <laughs> We're doing it. Uh, we have the footage. Oh yeah. Oh, we have a, we have a lot of footage. We need to. We, we need to. This is I, this is the stuff I think about when, uh, when we're not. Doing this well, stuff. we'll do this after. We I want to do it. I want to do a Yeah, I want to do it like a movie. Like take the movie. Like template. a horror movie. No, just like a movie preview. Yeah. Like, in a world where where ste- where cheeseburgers are steamed. <laughs> <laughs> Two teams from opposite sides of. Of the track or something. West side, east side. Right. West side, east side. Clash. Maybe, maybe you get a little. Where does the twain meet? <laughs> the Silver City, man. Yeah. Showdown. The Silver City. Okay. We're doing it. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Put some like dramatic music. I dun. love I love when rivalries turn up in snake games yeah. like this. I think it's really fun. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Twitter was ablaze yesterday. All right, LA guy. Come on. You got to knock this. Pete's, Pete off his high horse. Show them what Maloney football is all about. <laughs> I know what Maloney football is all about. Anyone? <laughs> the the uh, Jason Bruin won't won't need to peel uh, potatoes. He'll, he'll be peeling onions to hide his tears. What was that? <laughs> what, what was that word to describe him uh, after? Oh, the crestfallen. <laughs> crestfallen. I said he was crestfallen. That's great. And he goes, "I'm not gonna lie. I gotta I gotta look that up." <laughs> I go, "You're not the only one, but." But now I'll never not use that word. It's a great to one. Describe plat when it's pl- plat tears. Nah, pl- I, I'm looking for copious amounts of plat tears. Crestfallen plat players. Ah, it's gonna with be with Pete Paguaga on their on their t-shirts, <laughs> crying. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, either way, it's gonna be a good one. I think it's gonna be a. Cl- I don't think it's gonna be as. Uh, I don't think the point difference is gonna be as big as it was on Thanksgiving. I think it's gonna be a tremendous game. That's good. That's all. I, it's kind of all I class has got left. Yeah. And the then, winner uh, will be the sacrificial lamb on the the altar of hand. Basically. Sorry. And then uh, in double L, we talked a lot about this bracket earlier. Rightfully so. Um, it's still exciting. Um, we'll start still. with the first one. New Canaan 
at Fairfield Prep. Prep gets a home game as a five seed. They wow. were very coach. Uh, Keith was very excited about that after uh, the game. He mentioned how it would be nice to play in front of the home. Can fans. we get some lines painted, please? Fairfield Prep. No, on it's their a field. field. They're not going to paint it. It's not meant as a football field. It's meant as a lacrosse field. Right. Can we get some football lines painted for the uh, um, for the state semifinals, please? Probably not. not a good That's idea. not going to happen. I don't think it's regulation. I don't think you're allowed to do that. Not not to you know call anybody out or pull rank or anything, but I don't think the record book says you need clearly delineated lines. I think these are just faded enough. But like, I don't think they can just paint lines on a turf field though. Why not? Because you probably have to. How about you put the wa- put the washable stuff off and scrub it off? I don't know. I, yeah, I don't. Lacrosse think season is in, is in a few months. I don't think that that's how turf works. What? What are you talking I don't about? Think you can paint turf like that. You can. I think it comes in the turf already, and then. What is like chalk it like the old chalk, chalk it, lines? I like, I guess. Either way, um, I got uh, Fairfield Prep one last week after I picked Southington, and Sean picked Fairfield Prep. Um, At a boy, and guys, I, and I heard, I heard enough of it. You heard a lot of chirping on that side. Inter- how about uh, that? Was crazy. How about uh, Keith Ulster and his father dying? Yeah, died uh, Monday. Monday. Monday morning. He was very emotional after the game. Um, they won. They shook hands. He kind of went down. You know, kind of got into like a catcher's crouch and was just crying. And you know, the team kind of. Uh, hugged him and you know kind of surrounded him you know we love you coach this and this and you know I, I interviewed him after and I asked him about it and you know he kind of spoke he's like you know the boys picked me up this was a really hard week and I put it out there on Twitter and the response that I got you know on Twitter was great but it was all prep a majority of it was prep alums mm-hmm. and you very, know wishing to coach well and that's such a great community at Fairfield Prep yeah. I think that speaks volumes to the community and not to say that public schools don't have that, but being someone who did go to a Catholic school, you kind of have that family, brotherhood, um, sisterhood as well. Mine was co-ed. Um, but you have that kind of family atmosphere. Um, yeah. And it was, you know, it was a very nice showing by Fairfield Prep yesterday. That's what you get those types of schools, especially a school like Fairfield Prep where, you know, that's what they – you have a lot of different kids from a lot of different places and – you need to somehow kind of band together and find common ground. And then, you know, on a football field, this is what it is. And um, I think, I mean, Fairfield Prep has not had a lot of great success in, in the in the tournament since it's been expanded. They won their last state championship in 1988 with uh, the recently deceased uh, Earl Lavery. Um, and uh, th- that was a big win last night for them. They didn't, they lost to, they, they were favored going into that Southington game four years ago. Colton Smith or five years Stephen ago. Stephen Barmore and A.J. Right. Al- I, mean, I, was say, I picked them to win that game and they had a they were big beating lead. Them at, they were beating them by what, 21 at halftime? Yeah, that, that scene of, like where Nick Crowell rolling over, ripping guys down in, and running to the end zone. And, and the snow next thing you the know, Alex, got pushed back like a week. Yeah. Alex Jamelli went nuts in the second half and that was that. So, that was good for Fairfield Prep to kind of exercise those demons a, lo- a little bit. And now it's now it's SCC versus FCAC uh, all over Coach again. Coach Shea was in attendance. Uh, he's a coach in yeah. some capacity. So I asked him after, and I was like, so does this feel good? And, you know, he gave me the really nice response of, well, you know, that was five years ago, players, and this and this. They and actually like, mentioned I'm it. I'm like, deep down. Well, JP did, the JP quarterback after Apple, the yeah. game, yeah. But, like, Shea gave, you know, the nice political well, answer. And what was funny is a couple of years ago I ran into him at a Yale game. Uh, he's, um, he's uncles of a friend of mine. So I introduced myself. I'm like, Pete, and we're just talking about 
you know, local Connecticut kids who were playing for Yale. Mm. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then the quarterback from Southington, uh, Stephen Barmore, plays. And he kind of just looked at me, and I was like, oh, that's right. He beat you in the state finals. I kind of feel really <laughs> bad about this right now. <laughs> SEC versus FCAC. Here it is. Yale Carbone Bowl. What do you think? I, New Cannon uh, versus... I... I... I uh, I told the prep people that I would pick them because they were giving me, they were razzing me on the sideline after. That said, it is New Canaan. Drew Pine is playing the best of any quarterback in the state right now. I'm going to kick it with Scott. Can I, yeah, can I pass (laughs) while I think about this? Scott, what do you got? That's your last, that's your last pass option. Uh, I think you got phone a friend left. That's it. (laughs) I think prep is certainly good enough to win this game. I think the the running backs are really good. I just think that up front, New Canaan is so dominant. Uh, We saw it against Shelton, who was the biggest team they've played this year. And by the fourth quarter, New Canaan was rolling over them on the line. I think like what you said about Pine, he's just so locked in right now. He's not making mistakes. Uh, They even got him out running a little bit last night. I'm taking New Canaan in this game and – no offense to prep, but I just think the Rams are, are playing their best football right now and, and kind of seem like they're on a mission. Yeah. This game screams to me New Cannon wins. Yeah. You know, Darian's out. FCAC teetering a little bit. Granted, Granite is over there. But it, I don't feel like the FCX ready to surrender its uh, its flag as the state's top conference. And I think they're going to make it just make I don't think SEC Tier 1 was great this year. They so, almost went 0-3. They lost North Haven. They lost Shelton. To this new cannon team, um, they got Fairfield Prep, so that was whoo. <laughs> um, Fairfield Prep is a really good team. Um, I think they can play with New Cannon. I think it's going to be a great game. I think what Scott just said: the offensive line is playing the way it should have been playing since day one. The Drew Pine on a roll now. You know, a lot of people were just killing him and killing New Cannon. What's going on there? How do you lose with all these Division One guys? And, you know, I just think that they just needed a little time to, to get themselves together. Darianne, a huge, like, a huge opportunity there for them. And I think everything's just, just clicking in their favor right now. I mean, they were basically two TDs better than Shelton, give or take, yeah. you know, the end. When you look at it, um, I think it's going to be New Cannon by at least, I don't know, maybe about a touchdown or maybe maybe about 10 points or something like that. Wow. I feel like that that... I, I, uh, I don't know. I just don't feel like Fairfield Prep's going to be able to keep up. I um, So one of the Fairfield Prep fathers came up to me after the game yesterday, and he's like, you know, Pete, he goes, you know, listen to the pod. You know, you guys picked against us, this and this, you know, grabbing fun. And he's like, you know, but he goes, I knew we would win today. And I'm like, well, wh- well, what do you mean? And he's like, well, I got here, and, and my brother showed up, and he went to go get something to eat. And he comes over to me, and he goes, can you believe this place? He goes, they don't, what kind of football field doesn't serve hot, soft pretzels? <laughs> He goes, and that's Pete when I knew we were going to win. So, with that in mind, oh, yeah, it is. Rafferty Stadium sells pretzels, oh. expensive pretzels, but they sell pretzels. That, and I picked New Canaan at the beginning of the year. They are playing the best right now. They just beat Shelton, who beat Fairfield Prep. I think if Prep and Shelton played at the end of the year, I think Prep probably beats them. Hmm. That said, Drew Pine is playing the best. Quarterback, come on, Pete, pick right it. Now. I'm, picking get, it, I'm picking New Canaan. I'm picking New Canaan. And you know what, Prep? If you lose, you can give it to me again, because maybe this is motivation for them. They don't believe in you. So your pretzel theory—that theory's out the window. I mean, you don't since they have good pretzels, but that doesn't matter to you. I guess because no, they won because they didn't have pretzels there. <laughs> oh. Yeah, is so that what it is? Have pretzels there? I think Fairfield Prep will lose. 
the power of the pretzel. Uh, I just you know strangest. no, I just yeah. think that new I think New Canaan is look, they are who we thought they were. Yeah. What was that who who was who said that? Um that Herm Edwards? Dennis Green. Oh Dennis Green, Den- yeah. D- uh, Dennis Green. They are who we thought they were. Yeah. New Canaan is that good. Yeah. I think Prep can win, but I think I, look, I think anyone could win in I this bracket think, at this point. I don't think FCX ready to relinquish its iron grip on the state in football. And then in the final one, look, it's a surprise to everybody but Newtown, even including that Newtown teacher who picked against his own school. Oh, and who was getting a card written to him today. Yeah, Hopefully <laughs> using a postage. <laughs> um, hey, a card because he didn't want him to change his grade. Change the his fact grade, that yeah. they – you think he would change your grade? Really? No, I think he was get, – I just he, can't he, believe that a teacher would be right. like, you know what, kid? I think you're going to lose. I mean, that's probably not what he said, and we're probably being a little dramatic with it, but I just think it's funny. If you're the kind of teacher that picks against your school, then maybe it might affect the grade too if you yeah. come back at well, you. Unless your teacher was from Darien. That's that might be possible, true. but anyway, that, that was very funny. Uh, Newtown Greenwich, best team in the year all year, at least for this podcast, we thought was Greenwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, Newtown, a surprising win over Darien, and a pretty dominant one. And then they held on at the end. Does Newtown have any magic left? No. Okay, so Sean's going <laughs> with Greenwich. Um, Listen. Okay. Um, Greenwich I thought I thought Darian was vulnerable. They hadn't scored an t- offensive touchdown in, for three weeks going into the Newtown game, and they didn't until the third, like a little left in the third quarter. Just wasn't Darian's year. Now, this is definitely Greenwich's year. We th- I pretty much saw that when they went into when they went into New Cannon, yeah. and just absolutely demolished them. Yeah, Gavin Muir playing like a first team quarterback. Mosey BC. Ayu Terry, Jack Feta, who's like kind of like Mosey BC's sidekick. But Jack Feta had two interceptions in the game that I saw. Him, yeah. And he scored a touchdown. Right, right. I, I shouldn't say that. But it's like he's like, they're like, uh, you know, the dynamic duo. Well, he, he and didn't BC. know how to, uh, he had like the ball and he was running around. So I was talking to him after. I was like, do you know what to do when you like get the ball? And he's like, oh, I, 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 I play a little uh, practice squad running back. <laughs> It's that Feta. <laughs> oh, because Johnny lets the defense, if they do something well, do an offensive series. Yeah. Is that right? Oh, or, that's or run an offensive play. Yeah, he did it against West Hill, too, yeah. Um, they fumbled, but. New Cannon is, they're just, you know, Johnny's got them. Greenwich. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Marinelli, Marinelli. I just feel like this is going to be Marinelli Bowl 8 or whatever the heck it is in the state championship game. Well, you so know, the thing and, is, and I the think problem this is, is that Greenwich and New Canaan already played this year, so we kind of know what we're going to get. Here's what I um, I, I disagree with that. I think it'll be a different game. Yeah, oh, I think it would definitely. We'll be get different, to that. But we'll get to that later. I but, just I really think that Greenwich is the best team in the state this year. I've been voting them number one since week four or five. Call me the genius one here, or maybe yours. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, again, they're just so well coached. I think everyone, and like John said in his posting comments, like their New Britain was one of the toughest teams we faced all year, or you know, yeah, toughest teams we faced all year. But we're on a mission. Well, the thing is, and I, a lot of people like to talk about Muir and uh, Camisio and that offense. But if you read any of Dave Fierro's stories, he always like throws in, doesn't throw in, but he always puts in something about the defense and you know the amount of points that they've allowed. I think they've allowed like maybe fifty points this year. It was something stupid heading into the playoffs. It was like 40 points. It was like only like 41 points over 10 games, which is like four points a game. I, look, and the fact what they were able to do against New Britain, not only beating them, but 
fumbling going down, and then bang, bang, two drives, all of a sudden it's 14. When you could score that fast, you're never out of any game. Yeah. And you're able to put games away a lot faster. I think John is, Marinelli is an off, obviously an offensive coach and a great offensive coach. The I think guru. The, the biggest thing he does for his players, he did it in New Canaan, he does it at Greenwich, is he gets those kids just to absolutely believe in themselves 100%, and they come into every game with a swagger. Like, absolutely. Yeah. You are not going to beat us, yep. especially on our field. I don't see how Newtown even stays within 21 points he, in this game, and I think Greenwich wins easily. He gives him the swagger. He, the swagger. He's definitely I mean, big. He has, he has so much swagger. He has so much, but he, 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 he gets the kids to believe in themselves. He gets the kids to have fun. The kids take ownership of the program. They get yeah. to, like, pick plays, name plays. Like, there's so many little things that John does that which aren't Day of the Dave Rudin play, right? And yeah. they are just <laughs> – he, he did it in Canaan and he did it at Greenwich. It, it, it's just something about him that just really clicks with the kids. And yeah, he's, yeah, he's definitely down to their like level. That he need. he does a very good job of connecting. Yeah, absolutely. That that's that's exactly how. And I like would even describe. like his first year, we were at a game together when I was at the hour, and they were playing a D- uh, Darien and they lost. But I remember they had like all these new jerseys and like the coaches had like new like three quarter zips. And I, I turned to Scott and I'm like, wow. So that's a really nice quarter zip. This is like right, right at the beginning of the national anthem. And, uh, you know, the national anthem ends and John is standing right next to us. And he looks at me and he goes, if we win, I'll give it to you. He goes, <laughs> but if we lose, I get your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to pizza cheap date, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was All a you, really you, nice quarter zip. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's exactly right. When you're talking about John, he connects with the kids. He does. Like, yeah. look at look at how, look at the reaction Pete had just because he had a quarter funny. zip. Yeah. It was but No, I'm telling you, those things but it, look cool. Like, you think, the, yeah, Carlos, <laughs> we make fun of, like, all these teams having different uniforms. But you know what? That stuff matters. Oh, the kids, kids get into it. it. The kids, kids really do. love it. And if, like you said, you, they get ownership in picking what jerseys they get to wear or doing this or doing that. It's like kind of gets you that feeling of community. And and it's like not only one person's making these decisions, everyone's opinion matters. And I remember when John first kind of took over, I had heard, you know, I don't have any confirmation. There was like, you know, kind of like a little like some of the the older players. And, you know, he was playing a lot of younger kids because those kids were the ones who were buying in. And he did he ruffle some feathers? Probably. But he went in, and now look at the program. In the last two years, they've lost right. one game. People were, were a little worried about how that, because it, it gets kind of like there's a fine line between having a lot of fun and like maybe kind of like showing up your opponent. I think a lot of people were sure. concerned about well, John. John dialed a lot of that back from his new Canaan. Absolutely, hundred percent. Like, John is really. I mean, I John is really growing up. I, I hate to say it that way, but I think John is really, you know, really kind of got just grown into this role yeah, as a head coach mentor and head coach as opposed to like everybody's buddy uh, as defense on the uh, or sorry as the offensive yeah. coordinator where you're everybody's buddy and you're like ha ha and hoo haing with them and now you're in charge now it all falls on you so he takes the losses personal he and if some something happens like that i think there was like an anti-semitic thing last year oh he jumps on top of it right uh, away he was right on top of that they got right out in front of it real nice job to say like with own so makes i think he's Really come into his own, and good for John. Anyway. Side note, we, we, we all pick Greenwich, and that's great, and we're going to be wrapping up, but I just wanted to point out that this, I just it's the most bizarre thing in the world that they have digital down uh, down markers. Oh, do they? Oh, what? yeah. They have digital that. down markers. What? It's digital down markers. Like in you the know, box? Yeah. It's, not, it's like it's digital digi- It's digital. First down, second down, third down, fourth down. It's digital. I've never seen that. It's the uh, Neither have I. I didn't notice when I it's was there. It's the most bizarre thing in the world. Hey, mate. Greenwich does? Yeah. I haven't seen that. I knew they had a new scoreboard, but I haven't seen that. Oh, they have the new scoreboard. That's not hard to miss. But they have (laughs) the digital down marker. Interesting. 
I thought I was telling you about it. It's that the most fascinating thing in the world. So like you know, you know, a Killingly's joking about the jerseys and the and the uh, and the TVs. Well, if you ever have to go to Greenwich, man, <laughs> I love going to Greenwich and like. <laughs> Or Darien or St. Joe or any of these schools that have the TV. Even Newtown had it. Had yeah, you always take the TV, TV with a picture of the Yeah, the yeah. yeah it's standard. you got to go out there and take a picture of the game being played in front of you while you're watching a TV. I'm just saying, look, if they want to keep us, the media, happy, throw like a Super Nintendo or maybe Netflix for halftime so we can just kind of sit there. Yeah, well, Netflix, <laughs> what are you going to do? You're just throwing it on guys, of the office. Guys, because you hold off in the second half. I'm trying to watch, the, I'm trying to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> On, uh, you, wait, hold on. This is those big chance. <laughs> on that note, we're all taking Greenwich. Uh, we got all our picks. And, yeah. uh, well, go out. There are a ton of good games in the state this week. Um, I think the majority of these games are must-see, go-watch, wherever you live. You know, get out and go. This is it, folks. This is it. Well, the semifinals are always the best round, I think. I semifinals mean, is the best round. I mean, yeah. the, we, I thought the quarter. I mean, again, the quarterfinals in, in double and L. Double L were great. But great. I think the semis are going to be even better. Yeah, semifinals were really fun last year. I think that uh, you know we're gonna meet some see some surprises. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So get out there, go see games. Scott, any final words? Thanks for having me, guys. It was really fun being on here. Well, get used to it, pal. Yeah, Um, I got the call up. You got yeah, you did. You got your picks. You're gonna be your picks are gonna be on the capsules this week. (laughs) I wrote them all down. (laughs) Right. So. So now they can yell at me on the sidelines, not just about you and Pete. Exactly. Right, they can yell. Well, the Shelton the people more are yelling the, at me about you two. So right, like, the more the merrier. Yeah, we need, to, we need to deflect it a little bit. We'll, uh, let, we'll get polecats. Uh, yeah, we'll get we'll, Ned's in there. Uh, it should we'll be a lot of fun. Sean, any final words? No, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Let's go. Let's do it. All right, we will see you guys next time we talk. Season will be over. No, yeah. season won't be over. No, we're going to. We'll, next we'll, time we see you, we'll, next time we'll talk will be Monday. I think they're planning on playing the championship yeah. games. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. All right. We will see. We will. You will hear from us again on Monday morning. Later.